Hi, everyone. Sorry for the delay in the release of episode two. We had some slight technical difficulties, but we have since tackled them and are back in action. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. I'm Ali D, the host, and with me, as always, the brains of the operation, it's producer Nicole. Hi, everyone. All right, just a quick recap on how Nicole and I know each other. So we work together in the sports industry, specifically in live sports production, and we work together for both the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Mavericks, so two professional sports teams. I'm in front of the camera. She's my stage manager. So we have a lot of shenanigans that go on behind the scenes, and we just thought it'd be really cool for y'all to get a little glimpse into what life is like working for a pro sports team and some of the things that you may or may not see or realize that are going on. Plus, we'll have lots of unfiltered, fun, real talk conversation when things come up like the um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry Netflix. Oh, oh, we yeah. need to talk about that. That is for another show, but yes. I got a lot to say about that. So anyways, besides all that, it was a huge week for the DFW sports fans, sports area, the Cowboys, the Mavs, both huge teams week. killing it. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. We've worked yeah. three games in the past four days. It's a lot, y'all. It is. We have been working uh, so many games just over and over and over. We had Christmas Eve, we had Christmas Day, and then, but the exciting thing is it was momentous. Big games, huge Huge wins. Of course, the Cowboys beating the Eagles, the Mavs, they're on a four game winning streak. Yeah, a lot going on. Yes. Let's just talk really quick about Christmas Eve, the win for the Cowboys, how big of a win that was. We're one of two teams that have beat the Eagles this season. So that was a huge win for us just going into postseason. Yeah, that was amazing. So proud of the boys. Love Cowboys Nation. What's up if you all are listening? We love you. And <laughs> thank you for watching our show on the East Plaza at AT&T Stadium. We'll go into more of that later. Let's also touch on the reason why I couldn't sleep last night was because Mr. Luka Doncic and his Luka. oh, his unbelievable night. I got to put the pen down for this one because this kept me up all night. I can't believe as a sports fan, as Actually, as anybody with a heartbeat, have to appreciate what Luca did in that game last night. Making I mean, un- history, unbelievable history. Yeah, the sixty twenty one and ten triple double—the first time to be done, literally in NBA history. Seventy six years the league has been going at it, and there has been no one to do anything like that. And the fact that Luca came in there and did it in such a crazy, amazing fashion—the way things unfolded in the fourth quarter. By the way, I knew this was going to be a really good night for Luca. Let me just set up what happened during pregame warmups. This was so cool. So I. I am never really out ready in time. Honestly, let's be honest. I'm kind of, you know, (laughs) like the buzzer hits and then I'm ready. All of a sudden anthems going on. So I'm a late bird when it comes to being ready before the game, but I actually was ready a little bit ahead of time. So I went out to watch pregame warmups and I thought, I'm just going to shoot a little bit, put it on our podcast stories, shoot a little of the different players. Anyways, I captured 
what I thought was a once in a lifetime moment, I witnessed <laughs> an amazing trick shot from Luca and Dwight Powell. Okay. So I've got my phone out. I'm standing uh, courtside here. I'm videoing, trying to see what's going on. And I first thought I might get something good because Luca went to, to like warm up and doing his thing. Mm -hmm. and he threw the ball like a hundred feet into the air to see if he could make it. So I already knew he was kind of like sometimes in this mode where he has these fun trick shots that he tries. Anyways, that one didn't go in. I was like, you know what? He's going to try something else because mm -hmm. didn't, that didn't go in. I just had a feeling. Out. <laughs> Let me get the camera out because I know he's going to go for something else. Because if, you know, if you're competitive and you're out there on the court and you don't make your trick shot, you're going to try something else, right? Mm -hmm. so anyways, here we go. Got the camera out and I'm videoing. And then all of a sudden I see Luca and Dwight and they kind of give each other a look. And I'm like, here we go. What's going to happen? <laughs> so anyways, Luca passes the ball to Dwight. Dwight then he passes it back to Luca. But you guys, Luca doesn't catch the ball. Oh, no. He heads the ball, soccer style, up towards the basket. And here comes Dwight Powell with the alley-oop dunk off of Luca's headed ball into the basket. Crazy. I was so excited. And I caught it all on film. And you could hear me, like, at the end of the shot go, no. And I'm, like, laughing hysterically because I can't believe this happened. So, anyways, here I am thinking I've got the viral moment of the night. Right. I am so excited. I'm, like, telling everybody, oh, my gosh, I got this awesome trick shot of Luca. You know, pregame. This is going to go crazy. It's going to go viral. I'm posting it well next thing you know Luca just goes ahead and breaks the record of the you know 60 21 and 10 and my little trick shot video talk about being overshadowed I was like I know, it didn't get enough credit but it first of all I can't, I can't believe number one you got that on film and number two like you knew it was going to be a good game after seeing that you're like this is going to be a great game and look what ended up happening yeah, I knew it was going to be a special night. So um, shout out to Luca. If you happen to see my post, if you wouldn't mind just reposting it, tagging It's A Lot Y'all podcast, we would be forever <laughs> grateful. And that's why we love sports. That's why we're in this job. You could show up thinking it's going to be an everyday average game and you get there and just these athletes, these players dig deep and they find ways to make things happen. And I mean, that's why they get paid the big bucks. They make miracles happen. <laughs> it truly was. It was just, you know, unbelievable. And that final shot he had at the end oh. just the fans went and his little dance <laughs> a, i'm doing his little dance right now but it was so cute he was just i mean what's so great about luca just getting to watch him day in and day out is that he truly loves basketball he does. At the end of the day, he's just such a fan of the sport that he plays. I think he sometimes surprises himself. And when he makes these huge shots and has these great momentous things that happen to him at the game. And in fact, I watched his post-game interview and it was really interesting to me because Lucas mm -hmm. said, you know, it was luck. He made the shot because right. it was luck. And I'm like, Luca, hold on, brother. Let me back it up. That is not luck. Luck is like, okay, you're in Las Vegas. It's two in the morning. You're right. having your last Long Island iced tea of the tea night. Of I, I don't know, We've all been there. That? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> is that college? I, anyways, you're having your last Long Island iced tea of the night. You're at the, you know, penny slots and, you know, it's smoky in there and you pull the little lever and you hit the jackpot. I mean, right. There's no skill involved in that. Right. That's luck. Now with Luca, this was like, 
a lifetime of preparation and opportunity. They meet and he has this incredible moment. And that is, that's what success is. It's just mm-hmm. when those two things meet, all that preparation he's done throughout his entire and he's career. so I'm smart. Absolutely amazing. So props to Luca. Again, it was not luck. It's your skill. I'm sure he's so humble. He always just says it was so a great humble. team win. Yeah. And, you know, everything. You know what else I cool. love about him, though, is he embraces Texas. He is full on like, I'm a Texan. Like, can we talk yes. about his outfit for on Christmas I Eve? Know. How about when he shows up in the full Western regalia, which Get you know up. I love. Yeah, I know. That's my thing. <laughs> and so I saw the picture and I immediately sent it to my husband because I was like, yes, this guy is so awesome because he had the love cowboy it. hat on. He had the little bolo and tie. all black. Yes. Yep. And and he pulled up in some really awesome classic car, which I don't know mm-hmm. exactly what it was. There was dispute in the media dining as to what kind of car it was. I'm not sure <laughs> if we figured that out. Um, some people were like, oh, it's a GTO. Oh, it's a Mustang. Oh, so they were all, you know, chattering. And I was just look, looking, hoping someone would figure it out. But anyways, overall, that whole thing, just a crazy, amazing night. So I feel like he channeled the spirit of Texas, brought it to that game, brought home this incredible, legendary moment. Like the Mab said, the shot heard around the world, everybody mm-hmm. tweeting about it today athletes from all over luca great job round of applause from the it's a lot y'all podcast amazing (laughs) not only did luca have a great amazing busy night we had a really busy night as well yes we were all over the place on the court on the drum line up top it was a crazy night yeah and i decided to wear these um pleather pants they weren't even real leather they were pleather they look super cute though they were pretty cute, but let me just tell you, they were hot. They were hot and they were noisy. <laughs> what kind of hot are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, I was just like, you know, wearing these pants. There was just a lot. And you taking me up the escalator all the way up there. And I, I thought, I was like, am I just going to pass out of heat? And I couldn't figure out what was going on, but we've narrowed it down. Um, to I'm fanning her issue. up the escalator. Yeah. We figured mm-hmm. out that it was a pants issue because they were that pleather. So it keeps you really warm, even though right. it's freezing outside. Uh, the arena is pretty, I mean, once you fill that place up, which it was packed, it gets kind of hot. So I made Allie walk the stairs, take the escalator, but we made it. We didn't miss our time out. You did great. By the way, another crazy thing was I was like, we had to take the elevator. You know, oh, we, Here we, we cannot be that. <laughs> we cannot be going up the stairs all the way up to where we need to be for this time out. We need to take the elevator. And you were like, it's an immediate no. Allie knows, like, I just give her this look like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. And I just, I'm like, okay, she's the boss at the end of the day. It's like, you know, she, you're not going to take the fall for a decision no. that I make. <laughs> and you cannot risk taking the elevator because you don't know how, when that thing's going to arrive, how long it's going to take to get up to the mid level of the arena. That's just such a big risk and with basketball you never know when the timeout's gonna happen i mean it can happen in like seconds so i, mean, I am glad yeah i'm glad i made Allie take the stairs we got our steps in we took the escalator so we didn't have to walk up steps there it all worked out we were there for the timeout so yeah we got to talk about it one time <laughs> on this podcast not today because we had so much to, to cover but my reoccurring nightmare of not making it to my timeout on time because oh, I, I do have this reoccurring nightmare and it's exactly the same and it happens every year so we'll get to that put it on put it on the notes list put it on the notes <laughs> put it on the notes okay you know I mean else? and that does happen though that does happen in live production which we can talk about this on another day too but when that does happen we can move things around where you as the audience would never know that we missed our timeout 
Right. Yeah. Just, but, but we don't do that on the record. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> for the record, I have never missed a timeout. There you so go. Just like that on the record. Speaking of uh, doing things on time and being, you know, where you need to be. This is really funny because <laughs> we have a we have a, a battle going on, I oh. would like to say. We're going to talk about the Q <sighs> battle because this is so funny to me. And y'all, I'm going to try to describe what goes on. So basically, when it's a timeout, I head onto the court to wherever my location is, wherever the shot's going to be. So it's me. And then in front of me is obviously the cameraman. And then next to the cameraman is Nicole. Okay, so it's Nicole's job. She's listening on her trusty headset and Carla or whoever's inside telling her when it's time for me to start talking because there's a delay in the arena. There's a lot going on. They always have other things they have to do. Sometimes they're coming from somewhere else to me. So Nicole's you know, main thing is to cue me and let me know that it's time to speak. Okay, so what's really funny is we have kind of a newer camera guy and I love him. But you know what's interesting is he is cueing me as well. And so what, what I'm looking at in front of me, okay, like this is Nicole will have her hand up. Which More like this. Very relaxed. Very relaxed. <laughs> it's a very relaxed hand, which means, you know, Allie, like stand by your head straight because yes. we're about to go to you. So I have to stop thinking about butterflies and candy canes and start <laughs> thinking about what I'm about to say, which sometimes I get out there and I'm like, oh, look who's over there. Uh, so she keeps me focused. But then to this side of me, the cameraman pops up his hand and his hand is straight and it means business. So I've got Nicole on one side and I've got this going on. And Nicole sees out of the corner of her eye that the cameraman is trying to steal her thunder and cue me. And she's not going to let that happen. So all of a sudden, her little happening. cute little relaxed hand, you know, <laughs> it's now a stiff hand. So starts got to the firm up. <laughs> yeah, it starts to firm up. So we've got the battle going on. And I'm inside laughing because I know that Nicole is in, is just like, you know, she's just going, what's going on here? This is, this is my thing. What's going on? So anyways, right. they both end up cueing me at the same time. So it was fine. But then another game, it happened again. I'm looking at them. So then when it happens the second time, Nicole and I have already talked about the Q battle and right. how she feels like she won, <laughs> even though really it was a tie. I'm not going to let her know that. She feels like she won the Q battle. So when it happened again and I'm in front of the camera and I'm literally about to have to say a million things and not mess it up in front of all the people in the arena. And all I can do is start laughing inside because I'm witnessing Nicole's face just immediately crunch <laughs> up because she's having another Q battle. So anyways, it's just really funny. And I'm dying laughing inside too I'm like he is not gonna steal my thunder and I'm more of like Allie you look at me because I am getting direct feed from the producer so even if he cues you you follow my cue so yeah it's crazy so funny. <laughs> but I always win I always win yeah well I at least let you think you win because we would <laughs> we would not want to know what happens if you do not win the cue battles? But, you know, we also have a lot of stuff that goes on at the Dallas Cowboys game. And um, we had a, a great game. We host the pregame show on the east side of AT&T Stadium. So there's a huge crew over there. Nicole and I are just a part of a large team that makes this mm -hmm. all happen. But it's really funny because, you know... Sometimes Nicole is very kind and she's like, oh, you look great in this outfit. Let me get a photo of you so you can post it on your social media. And I'm like, wow, this girl is just so nice. Like really, you guys, Nicole is the nicest person in the world. She just wants the best for everybody. She wants the show to be perfect. Oh, she's so dedicated, seriously. Um, but it, it was it's really funny because so she had taken a few photos of me and then I looked at them and I realized, oh, they were a little bit blurry. Now, let me first preface this by saying that it was cold outside. 
Freezing. Nicole, freezing. <laughs> Nicole is not one for the cold. We can get into more of that later. She had on a pair of gloves, like some fluffy gloves that were kind of like smooth on the back. So mm-hmm. she, you can text in them, right? Yes, can text okay. in them. Okay, so super cool. Anyway, so she takes the pictures. I'm going to use my phone. And she's like, bam, bam, bam. and then I'm looking at them. And I was like, you know what? They're a little bit blurry. I think my lens needs, you know, a little bit cleaning. And so there was this moment where the world stopped because I'm looking at Nicole and I have my phone and I'm thinking, to her. I'm basically thinking I'm going to have her use her glove to clean the lens of my camera because it's like the perfect soft material to get it nice and clean. But then I have this brief moment where I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I want her gloves touching my lens of my camera because they've been touching everything and who the heck knows where. I mean, you know, it's her gloves. I'm like, ah. But at the same time, you guys, Nicole has this brief moment where she pauses and she's like, wait a second. I'm looking at her and I'm like, I know she's not thinking that I'm supposed to wipe off her camera lens with my glove. (laughs) You guys, so what the funny part of this is that Nicole is thinking the same thing that I am. We're both like, ew, she's not going to use her glove to clean my camera. And she's thinking, ew, I'm not going to (laughs) use my glove to clean this girl's nasty phone, which has been all over AT&T Stadium. So the question is, to this day, we still don't know who was right in this situation. So I think we need to poll the audience. So we need to ask you guys, you need to tell us, do you think that I'm right in the situation, meaning that I should have been like concerned about her using her quote unquote nasty gloves to clean my lens? Or is she right thinking I'm not going to use my nice gloves to clean her nasty Nasty phone? lens. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a moment, y'all, it was just hilarious because it was a moment where we both just stopped and looked at each other and it was like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Or like, are you expecting me to clean your lens and vice versa? It was hilarious. Oh my goodness. I know. It was so funny. You know what? At the end of the day, I took my gloves and I cleaned your lens. I know you did. But then what did you do? What you told me what you did afterwards. I went home and I stuck them straight in the washer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so now next time we at least know the gloves are clean and I can easily right. wash them. So a win-win, right? Win-win. What a funny <laughs> what a funny day. And by the way, it was like so cold that game that you had really bundled up. You brought out all the stops. You had your parka on. Golly. Let's talk a little bit about where you were before you were with the Dallas Cowboys and the Mavs. Tell us about you being in Cleveland and who you worked for and all that jazz. Yes. So previously before moving to Dallas, I was up north in Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio. So if you're familiar with Cleveland, it's right there on one of the Great Lakes and it gets cold. So I used to walk back and forth to work to the arena. I used to work for the Cleveland Cavaliers at the time. So I lived downtown really close to the arena and would constantly walk outside. It's just different kind of cold up there with no sunshine. So when I get that feeling of like, coldness and the winds blowing just takes me back but first of all I didn't know you lived downtown so what was that like does Cleveland have like a nightlife like what because you're (sighs) you're very um you guys Nicole is extremely I just want to say hip like you go to all the cool spots yeah you go to all the cool spots you have really like aesthetically pleasing Instagram stories like they're always very moody and like you're just always having a fabulous drink with like a delicious dessert and I don't know you're just so like just you know you're just doing it out there yeah I mean while I'm over here you know this slumming it at my house. I got the scrunchie on my hand. I mean, I'm just still stuck in the 90s. I don't know. Anyways, tell me about the Cleveland nightlife. 
downtown Cleveland, I will say, you know, it's got a little bit going on. You know, it's it's not your typical like big city vibes. It's more of like a smaller downtown. It's more like a restaurant scene, not too clubby. They might have a couple clubs, but I never really like went out and did the nightlife thing there. Um, right. But it's cool. It's just really cold. Nine months. And compared out of the to year. Dallas, like when you got to Dallas, was the nightlife like instantly a lot better, or is it kind of the same vibe, or what's the comparison there? A lot better. But oh. Dallas is such a big market. Like Dallas has all the new restaurants, and you never have to go to the same place twice. If that makes right. sense, there's always a new yeah. thing popping up and a new place right. to try. So a lot bigger, but I mean. Can we blame it? Everything's bigger in Texas. I know. Well, I mean, I want to say round of applause for you. That's great. You get to try a new place every day because where I live, it's either you're going to the gas station to eat. Um, We have one restaurant in town and, uh, oh, we just got actually another new one, a barbecue place. But otherwise, I'm having to drive. Yeah, I'm having to drive and I'm eating Chick-fil-A every day because, you know, it's the most gourmet we got out here. You can't go wrong with Chick-fil-A. You can't go wrong with Chick-fil-A. I'm 90 miles from Dallas, everybody. Mm -hmm. That's the commute I'm making every single time we have a game, whether it's Cowboys or Mavs, which I like because, you know, I get time to talk on the phone, listen to podcasts, catch up with friends. I have two kids, so that's kind of my quiet time. So I do really love it. Yeah, it's you get tired of the Chick-fil-A every day. I will say that. It's it's okay. It's great. Mm -hmm. So back to the how cold this game was. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness, guys. I know. When I tell you, we got to speak about your little heater, but we bring like the heat warmers for your hands and your feet. And guys, I just do not do well in the colds. And overall, I feel like I'm a a pretty like happy person, but something about that cold weather just makes me like... (laughs) not happy I, I was shocked actually I have never seen Nicole be in a bad mood like how she is how you see her she's nice and happy and kind and sweet and she was like mm, like something came over you that day and I was like what is going on Nicole and then finally, you're just like I don't like the cold so she had this like major parka on with like the fur oh, all around gosh. it you had the sunglasses we had the I heat, looked the, like the I was in Alaska literally it, right it was cold snow but boots I mean, on I mean the you, whole nine you, you did have your snow boots on and then you got really mad that you, you couldn't get them on and off if you wanted to anyway so I brought for my office I brought a space heater because I was like just in case there's no heater which there ended up being no heater I was like well at least have this little one right so we, we, we plugged a great in. idea right like oh yeah. Ali's got a space heater we're gonna be fine <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The space heater, when I tell you it was trying to heat negative degree time, it was not doing its job. It was just in there in that little tent, just trying its little best little heater that just like this big, tiny little heater. You know, it was like a 12 by 12 inch heater and actually ended up dying. And we had to unplug it and, you know, do a little prayer over it and it did come back to life. But um, that actually, it ended up working really well. Did I, I, my feet were freezing? That was the main thing for me. And so I took off my cowboy boots and I just stuck my toes basically into the heater, got them warmed up again, and then I was fine. I was good to go. And you were basically having a little meltdown in there because you were. I was like, just get your snow boots off, get your feet warm. It's going to change your life. You're like, no, I'm not taking off my boots. And you know, it was so hard to get these on. And so, it's so I mean, does anybody get aggravated with that? Like you, you have okay. I've already like doubled up my layer of socks. Right, I have like wool socks. <laughs> on thermals right. underneath and it takes me like 10 minutes to put each boot on so i know the fact that it was like should i take my boot off just to try to warm my feet up I no know. shot no um you know what was cool though when we were at cowboys that day is a lot of like the higher ups in the organization came mm-hmm. out to check on us i love yes. that they're so so nice there. 
I know people that are, you know, extremely busy normally during the game and are, you know, way up high in the stadium, making sure everything happens. They came all the way out to the East Plaza to check on us. They brought us yep. snacks. They made sure we had hot cocoa, coffee, we're warm as warm as can be. So shout out to the Cowboys organization because they're yes. always taking care of us. And y'all are the best. So thank you so much for that. But after that game, I will say I made an immediate beeline to CVS to get a, a mask, a Neutrogena mask. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not an ad, but I have recently discovered they have these like deep hydrating masks. So the wind, again, was like 100 miles an hour. Um, And so I felt like my face had kind of just like peeled off from the wind throughout the day. We're really making this sound like a pleasant thing to be. We do love our jobs. But (laughs) it's a little rough out there. It was really cold that day and the wind was like, I think you can get wind burn. I think that's a thing. I think I had that. So on my way home, I was like, I need to figure figure out what's going on. So anyways, um, Ulta was closed. So I ended up going to CVS and I found this Neutrogena mask. You guys, if you're listening, out there and you this is like my first time using masks i'm normally not that i just i just have never gotten into that but i've been hearing about it It comes in a blue package and it's it's very messy and i don't know if it's the best but does it help yes absolutely so i was really excited because i ended up stopping at cvs instead of ulta just to see if they had it and i was shocked because not only did they have the mask that i love but it was like 50 cents cheaper and so i was just having a little party over there with the cvs lady because she's like i don't think we have it and then we found it and we were so excited because it was cheaper, cheaper. and so we, wow yes oh, wow. i know shout but out anyways, to cvs shout out to cvs for making it happen that day and bringing my face back to life because it, it just <laughs> it took a beating that day out there in that weather and Nicole, did you put going. it on the first thing in the car no, <laughs> did you wait I, i'm still not exactly sure i'm doing it right because if you guys know the mask i'm talking about it is extremely messy so you open it up and it's just like spilling all over the place and i don't know if i'm doing something wrong so i'm just trying to slather it onto my face you know which side it's like one side has the stuff on it one side doesn't so i'm just hoping i have the right side of the mask onto my face and it's just like dripping everywhere so i don't i don't really know all i know is is it does make it my skin feel better and at the end of the day it's worth it but i'm gonna have to try this out yeah need to try it out I know because we'll I'm it. all about facials and yeah I know we nine. we'll put it on our stories and you'll let we'll let everybody know what the mask is and then you guys okay. can tell us if you if you like it as much wow we have just railroaded through a ton of stuff today and I feel like our time is already up it just goes by so fast so quick yeah so thank you all so much this episode two we made it through we've got two under our belt now I feel like just an old pro over here just you know (laughs) know. podcasting it up thank you guys so much for listening hopefully you will continue to listen we'll be putting out new episodes every Thursday be sure you follow us on social media we're on all the platforms TikTok Facebook Twitter Instagram at it's a lot y'all and i mean that's pretty much what it's like working in live sports it's a lot y'all so thank you so much for joining us be sure you follow subscribe do all the things for me Allie, and producer nicole we'll see you next week thanks guys